companies today struggle to find skilled and, and prepared workforce. So, of course, if, if Lugano has the ambition to become a hub for blockchain, well, you can attract talent, and we are doing so as we, as we speak, but we also think that we can create talent starting from our community. Hello, I'm Stan Stalnaker back with another episode of the Hub Culture Chronicles. This time, we're in the beautiful lakeside city of Lugano, Switzerland, nestled at the bottom of the Swiss Alps, very close to the Italian border. Lugano is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. It's very old. It has a lot of history, but it also has its eye on the future with a new project called Plan B. What is Plan B? Well, you can guess the B is for Bitcoin, and this is the first city in the world to go really aggressively into innovation around cryptocurrency from start to finish. You can use Bitcoin in Lugano to pay for all sorts of things, from merchants to coffee to even your taxes. But it goes farther than just Bitcoin. Lugano has launched a project called Luga, which is a local cryptocurrency linked to the Swiss franc. It's like a point system that provides rewards for stimulating the local economy. They're also using Tether, which is a very popular stablecoin, where the executive team lives. In Lugano, they're building a hub. That hub is going to be the anchor for a wide range of crypto activities as Plan B comes to fruition. Joining us today is Michele Folete, the mayor of Lugano, Paolo Bortolan, the deputy CFO of City di Lugano, and Pietro Peretti, who's the director of economic development for the city of Lugano. We're very excited to welcome you today. Thank you. Let's find out first from Michele, what is your vision for the future of Lugano? The city has some guidelines for developing the city. So the view of the city is written in the guidelines. And in those guidelines, starting from yeah, many years ago, we integrated further innovation. And then after that, we were developing something more in direction of the blockchain in the last two years. This is basically the strategic guidelines of the city, which are one of the most important documents for the development of the city. And so for this vision of the mayor, blockchain is at the heart of the transformation of the city? Well, actually, let's say digitalization is the first step we started some years ago, which we are really advanced as a city in, this, in our region. And second step is the blockchain, because blockchain, you know, it's, it's the technology coming up everywhere in every sector, we have to ignore blockchain. So we have to take it into account. Well, basically we started with a couple of projects in blockchain, but uh, maybe I let Pietro Poretti explain the story about why the city of Lugano is putting now blockchain in the middle of our guidelines. Well, we think that uh, blockchain uh, as a technology is of course a great potential and that it can therefore benefit uh, the development of Lugano. Uh, consider that our city has been for, for many decades uh, characterized by one big, very large sector, economic sector, which is the banking sector. I think everybody knows that Lugano was and is and remains an important financial hub. Over the years, the economy has become more diversified. Other sectors has, have increased in, in importance, in relevance. And we think that blockchain can further contribute to this, to this diversification of our economy. Moreover, it's not only about attracting blockchain native companies, 
But we think that it is also, if we believe that this technology, that the blockchain technology will, uh, has already been doing now for a number of years, revolutionize a number of other sectors, not everything and everybody, but a number of other sectors. Well, we think that many other sectors of our economy and therefore many other companies, small and big ones, can benefit from an increase in know-how within our territory regarding this, uh, this technology to become uh, smarter, uh, more efficient, uh, more effective, et cetera, et cetera. So we see a clear potential and this is why the development guidelines of the city of Lugano as revised uh, last year, by the way, so fairly recently, make now a clear reference to, to blockchain and to the projects that Lugano has been conducting in this, in this field. And so at the heart of this strategy is a project called Plan B. So Michele, can you tell us about Plan B? Well, basically Plan B is a very simple uh, but powerful plan. We are organizing this plan with Tether, which is our strategic partner, and it has basically four main points. So the first point and very important point is education. We want all our citizens, uh, young or less young, to understand and learn about blockchain and, and crypto also, you know, just to be projected in the future and, and see how it works, just to integrate this in our uh, daily life. So to make this uh, very first uh, point very concrete, we are organizing, well, actually we organized in the last uh, few weeks, a very important summer school here in Lugano, um, partnering with uh, Franklin College and also with the collaboration of UZI, which is our uh, local university. And this will be uh, basically a two weeks intensive program based on Bitcoins and blockchain. And this will integrate all the facets of these two arguments. That's so exciting. We'll get into the summer school a little okay. later in this episode and go deeper on how our listeners might be able to participate or even uh, come to Lugano in the summer. What's the second point in the strategy? So the second important point is that with Plan B, we will really create a community here in Lugano based on blockchain and crypto interests. And that's really crucial for us. Uh, we really want people to come to Lugano, live in Lugano, work in Lugano, and, and live the blockchain and crypto uh, world. Yeah, the first very step will be a creation of, of a hub where uh, many startups can join us in Lugano and do all the projects here. So you're looking to bring crypto companies to the Lugano area? Exactly. Our point is that we want companies... Uh, small or big, you know, new or old, to come here, work in the blockchain uh, world and crypto world, uh, but really want people to be here. We don't want just companies coming here, you know, set up a mailbox and say, okay, I'm in Lugano because Lugano has launched Plan B. We really want real companies, physical people to be here with us because then we can build a real community. We want yeah. people to talk to each other, you know, know each other and maybe invest in each other. Great. And point three, Mayor? Yeah, so this third point is very important also um, because, you know, if Lugano, as we announce it, is committing to develop blockchain and cryptos, uh, you know, in the whole city, territory, uh, we really need people to be able to pay and accept, you know, shops that have to accept Bitcoin and Tether and Luga and people have to be able to pay. So to do this, we are basically, we have two main projects. One is uh, to help all the shops, all the commerce in Lugano, I mean shops, but also like companies, whatever services you need or products you need to accept those three um, cryptos. To do this, Tether will set up a, a fund of 3 million to help those shops, which means, uh, you know, if you have to change your point of sale, we will help you to change it. 
If you have to integrate some software in your uh, cashier, we will help you to integrate this. And then we will you know, try to spread some physical point of sale, which is which are ready to accept Bitcoin, Tether and Luga. Luga, I remember this is our uh, crypto, as we as then, uh, mentioned before. And you now people will go to the shops, help them to integrate this. Second step is for the city. Naturally, we cannot uh, ask the commerce to accept Bitcoin without accepting ourselves. So we are implementing now a payment system to accept payment in Bitcoin, Tether and Luga for all services of the city. Not limited to, let's say, 10,000 francs of taxes. No, no, we, you know, we issue uh, probably 100 or 150,000 invoices per year. We have a lot of uh, income from, from all our services we offer. Then we will say, okay, we are accepting crypto for all our services. That's our commitment. It's very difficult to do it because, you know, all the technology, the technology has to uh, support us, but we are working hard on this. But so Lugano is really putting its money where its mouth is here and, and saying, hey, we're going to accept crypto for all of these city services. That's, uh, that's very, very advanced compared to almost anywhere in the world. I think it might be the most advanced. I, I think, yes, let's say on the Western countries, I, I think uh, El Salvador announced that Bitcoin is legal tender, but from the Western countries, let's say in the old Europe, and inside of the old Europe, you have the very old Switzerland. So, and Switzerland is one of the most important financial, you know, platforms in the world. So, this announcement, uh, I think, is a big shock for the normal and traditional financial service. We're going to come to Pietro in a minute to go deeper on the Luga, because I think the Luga as a community currency is so interesting. But, Mayor, before we go there, can you tell us then about what is the fourth part of the strategy, the fourth piece? So the first point is also very important because if we want to create a community and attract the startups, we also have to give them the possibility to be financed in their own projects. So private investors uh, are setting up a fund of about 100 million, which is a very important amount of money, not only for our region, for our canton, but really it's a big, big fund. And this is the first fund. So the first fund that we announced it, and we are building this with those private investors. Is this an investment fund for equity in the companies or is it a grant program? No, it's uh, for, for uh, investing in company in shares, basically. You know, Great. But then, but really the city's then really getting behind the entrepreneurial support of these new companies. Well, the city will not participate with cash in this fund. The city doesn't have the right to invest in startups, but we can, you know, set up the economical uh, contest where investors can come and set up funds to do that. So we are partnering with the private sector to build up these funds. So city won't put this money. It's not possible. It's, uh, we, the law doesn't allow us, but we can talk to private, uh, you know, to private investors to set up funds. And there are many, many, many people interested in doing that. So this is a lot of work in six months, really, because the, pro the program started in the fall of 2021 and the plan B was announced just in March of this year? Well, we started talking about this idea on November last year and then January, February, the plan was a little bit, we put down the guidelines, guidelines for, the, for the project and then we announced this on the 3rd of March, which basically is really, a time, we are time zero right now, but still already doing a lot of things, a lot of concrete things. And for us, it's very important to make it concrete. So summer school is the first really big step. Uh, well, last week we were in Davos with Stan and we could present this. So that was another very important concrete step. Then we have this, you know, Bitcoin forum. We have the help to the shops to accept Bitcoin. We have the city help accepting the Bitcoin. And we will have the world, uh, the Bitcoin world forum uh, at the end of October. And the hub, also the hub is coming. So in a few months is something I would say unbelievable because we are the private, uh, we are the public sector. 
So public sector normally has another speed you know, of cruise, but here really we are really partnering with private sector, you know, uh, private public uh, partnership, and we are working at the same speed as the private sector. And that's a very important point. So Mayor, I would like you to think about this idea of how other communities can follow the lead of Lugano to develop local community currencies. This is something, especially as we go into a period of economic tightening with interest rates, that we can probably see a big growth coming in local currencies. And so I'd like you to think about the story of how the Luga has come about. And Pietro, can you tell us more about Luga? And, and then I'd love the mayor to share how, his advice for other community leaders. Yes, Luga is, is important. I would say Luga is, uh, has been crucial to, to Plan B, of course. I would dare saying that without Luga, there would probably be no Plan B. I would say that. And probably better than anything else, Luga shows how Lugano, the administration of the city of Lugano, approached blockchain. And it is important to, to underline that, to underscore that, because one could think or could look at Plan B and, and, and think that, well, this is a, a marketing operation, let's say, nice slogan, well, blockchain or cryptocurrencies are uh, buzzwords. Well, if, if you look at how uh, Luga was conceived and what it means, well, uh, then, then you understand that Lugano is serious about this because at the end of the day, it's about testing uh, technology, trying to understand it if possible, of course. And to, to understand Luga, it means going back to 2020, we are in the middle of uh, the first wave of the pandemic with lockdowns, of course, that were very heavily impacting negatively, of course, uh, small businesses with a decreasing consumption, uh, decreasing clients, clients moving to internet platforms. So finding different channels uh, of, of consumption compared to the traditional ones. And small businesses finding themselves completely unequipped to face uh, a new world. Uh, and, and nobody knew how long it would last at that point, right? Now we can look back and say, well, you know, it was three months or six months, but back then you remember the level of uncertainty, right? Uh, in Switzerland and elsewhere, I imagine. Okay, so Luga is something that was conceived. I have, I have to say it, it's important to be reminded by, by our secretary general of the city of Lugano, which of course has a, has a passion for, for innovation. And uh, that uses something that already existed, which was a city card, a very uh, normal, traditional city card, a piece of plastic, okay, uh, and combine it with a loyalty program. Again, per se, not something innovative, right? Loyalty programs have been in existence for, for decades, as far as I know, but combined those two existing things with innovation. And this is how Luga was, was conceived. So instead of the traditional discount, uh, a pair of shoes cost 100 francs, I give you 90, thank you very much, and 10 francs stay in, remain in my pocket, in my wallet. The Lugano developed and issued a payment token after uh, having notified it to FINMA, explaining exactly, FINMA is the Swiss financial uh, regulator, explaining what we were doing and what our intentions were. So the, this project received the blessing of FINMA. And as far as we know, this was a first huh? at, at national level. This was certainly a first and it remains a first. So a, a payment token that, that powers this loyalty program uh, that today has about 200 partner merchants. And I understand that 10% of the population of Lugano is actually using this coin now to receive discounts from products and services purchases in the city. 
Correct, correct. The app has been downloaded. I think now we are at about 15,000 downloads and there are currently close to 6,000 active wallets. And these are, these are people like, like myself, of course, and, 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 and many others uh, who can uh, use their uh, Luga if they have a sufficient uh, amount, of course, a, a sufficient balance to purchase products, goods, and services throughout the city, because the network of partner merchants is growing, of course, every day, it's growing every day. And at the same time, whenever they purchase something at a, at a partner shop, uh, restaurant, et cetera, et cetera, they can benefit from this 10% discount in a currency that is a digital currency, of course, the Luga, that can only be spent within the network. So the purpose of the Luga is, of course, to support, to encourage local spending and therefore uh, support the local economy, in particular, the small and, and, and medium-sized businesses that, uh, that are active in Lugano. So Pietro, the work around local community currencies is the holy grail for circular economy inclusion. Evidence and research shows that local currencies can increase the wealth retention of a community by 200 to even 300% because it prevents money from being exported and it can then circulate within the economy many times. A dollar spent local economy-wise can be worth $10 of economic value over a period of time as long as that dollar stays local. So are you finding the same kind of impact locally with the Luga? Certainly, certainly. Let's also not... Uh... Not forget that Lugano uh, and Ticino uh, geographically are in a, in a quite particular position and, and situation, which the pandemic, of course, aggravated, made significantly worse. But even before the pandemic, the traditional, probably not too innovative shop was already struggling. Why? Because obviously we have a, we have a border situation here, right? Whereas purchases on the other side of the border tend to be cheaper. Of course, right? And so if you, you add to that with Italy, with Italy absolutely. Uh, we're surrounded, of course, by Italy. And, and obviously, you, know, you find very good products there, often also with a larger, uh, larger choice of products at a significantly lower price. If you add to that the strengths of our currency, of the Swiss franc, well, you can, I think, quite easily understand the challenges that retail, it's retail at the end of the day, partly and partly restaurants, were facing even before, uh, even before the pandemic. Situation, of course, got even worse uh, because of the of the lockdowns. So we we, we truly believe in this in this uh, in this in these local currencies. The numbers are, of course, growing. So far, we have not been that aggressive with the marketing. Um, we rather focused on the solidity of the app and the payment system because. Of course, it, it, is, it was something very new for the administration as well. So it took a certain amount of time to test it, to fix a few things. It, it was conceived and put together in a couple of months during the pandemic. So uh, we didn't go through a lengthy uh, a period of testing and trials before releasing the app and the payment system. We did it the other way around. We started and then we caught up. So the them. need was driving it. So, Mayor, I, I understand that 100 Luga equals one Swiss franc. Um, can you tell us, like, as a guidance to other community leaders who are thinking about community currencies, why you chose this exchange rate? Because you, you wanted to emphasize the point and the reward nature, but do you find that this enables micropayments because the denomination is lower? 
Well, it, it, it was a decision that, that we think makes it easier for, for merchants also because the Luga is issued on, in principle, each and every purchase, right? Starting from five Swiss francs, the, the minimum amount of the transaction that generates or that gives you as a, as a cardholder the right to the cashback starts from five francs. And that threshold was set to, let's say, exclude a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or, or, or a very simple drink, right? So from five above, okay? Consider a, a scenario where you have a bill uh, of 5.50, right? If I would issue the 10% of 5.50 and I would do it one-to-one, -one, I would have a fraction of Luga, like 0. Point something Luga, right? Or 5.5 Luga. Uh, yeah. Prefer to uh, again for uh, it's a reason of simplicity. Huh? Uh, we thought it would be easier to have uh, sort of rounded up without fraction. So uh, if I'm spending, so you're always getting like one or two luga, even exactly. if it's a small purchase. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. So it's a technical. So it's yeah, but I think it's it's important for the the culture of a coin. Like every coin has its culture, and with Ven, our currency, it's ten to one, and you know, th there is culture around this, but it also makes it very interesting for micropayments as uh, it grows and the network grows. I think you'll probably find other applications that extend beyond just the traditional payments. So before we go back and go deep into more about the Bitcoin World Forum and summer school, let, let's understand a little bit more about the longer term strategy, because you started with this idea of retail payments. But Mayor, you mentioned earlier that you're looking at company registration, building training for, for young people for the jobs of tomorrow based off of these new technologies. Can you tell us more about how you expect this program to evolve? Yeah, so to, to look into the future, um, we really want to base a lot on, on connection with the university. So the people growing up with this culture and when they come up out from the university, they can find jobs. So that's why we are try to take in here startups and then with the university prepare all these uh, programs to make people you know ready for this world uh, we are working with two universities right now onboarding a third one here in Lugano we have three universities Lugano you know we we are um, discussing with our um, electrical company so the, the electrical distributor of, of electricity here in, in Lugano which is our company from the city of Lugano is one of the biggest in the canton to find some research in collaboration with uh, universities to, uh, you know, to study green mining. Because, you know, mining is a very important part of Bitcoin, which is also very controversial. So, we so that's to... so interesting. So all the way down to the electricity company in the Canton, you guys are talking about how to support this program. That's very, very innovative. Yeah. So because, you know, we cannot say uh, Bitcoin doesn't have mining and just ignore it. Uh, mining is an issue, electricity uh, consumption for the mining. Generally, the crypto world is an issue. But, you know, we are just at the beginning of this ex big, big experience. I, I named this a very big water. experience. And Lugano would like to help, you know, making this more efficient, less uh, uh, energy consumption with maybe, you know, green solar uh, electricity production. And with our company, uh, which managed electricity uh, sales in the region, we can really do a good job because they also, you know, invest in solar energy and uh, renewable energy. So... This is a project. Let's and Lugano is interesting because of the lake for which it's so famous. You also maybe have hydro? No, for the lake, no. No, we don't have for the lake. But, you know, we have the wind, we have the sun. And, and in the future, there will be other sources of renewable energy. So 
we are take, trying to, you know, to bring also this component inside of the plan, which is, I think, fundamental also for our young generation, who will um, also invest in research. So if we make research on this, we can really make it more efficient and then we can also, you know, develop more cryptos and, and the blockchain. One of the more interesting new trends that we're seeing in crypto is the move towards historical carbon remediation, where companies are looking for ways to offset the previous actions of blockchains throughout the history of the blockchain. So this seems like something that will become more and more integrated. Do you see the opportunity over time? Because you have this three base currency, Tether, Luga, and um, Bitcoin, do you see the opportunity to grow into other types of tokenized assets that are related to the city? Well, I, I think yes. We, I mean, we are really open to the technology. We committed to the technology 100%. Now, starting from this point, uh, we are, you know, exploring all the possibilities uh, to use blockchain. Well, we have to be honest. You, can use, you can't use blockchain for everything. I mean, a couple of years ago, you know, everybody was just saying, okay, let's put everything on blockchain. But there, is, there are no reasons sometimes to use blockchain for, for some projects. So we are starting, you know, many projects on this. Well, with Lugano Plan B, that's a, a really a, a huge work for us as a public administration. So we are investing right now our resources in developing Plan B, making it uh, very active and real on, on, on the city of Lugano. And then we will start, you know, uh, integrating other projects in blockchain. I'm sure we will, in 10 years from now, we will have many projects for the city in the blockchain. But it has to be project that there, are, there, there must be a reason to do this in the blockchain. So we have to be more efficient, more digitalized, whatever you want. But we are studying this. We are already talking about many projects, but no, I cannot disclose because they are just ideas right now on the table. But well, we, we are going to do to invest this. We've seen the same thing. I mean, when, once you start, then you lead, you get led to things that you would not have imagined. And that's half of it. And the more comfortable you become, the more easy it becomes to actually execute on an idea that, that you've had. But maybe, sorry, uh, we haven't mentioned the 3 R chain, which is the blockchain yes. of the city of Lugano. This is another very important point, very important starting point, because as Pietro mentioned, we started with the Luga points. And then uh, last uh, November, we announced the creation of a blockchain of the city, uh, which is the approval authority. And we already have, I think, 30, uh, 30 nodes. And those nodes are the universities, um, uh, companies, very big companies, telecom companies and companies here in the region or in Switzerland. And this blockchain has been created to show to the people that, you know, we believe in the blockchain. So we put the blockchain at disposal to everybody, of everybody, and then you can start testing on the blockchain. So this is a very important step for the city of Lugano. Now we have set up this blockchain. Uh, some tests from companies are going on on this blockchain, not yet effective programs or effective uh, applications. But the Luga now is running on our blockchain. So Luga points or Luga stablecoin is the first uh, real project on this. But we are thinking about developing ourselves on our blockchain. So this is also part of the education of everybody. So we put this blockchain at disposal of everybody. It's very interesting that Luga is running on Quorum. I'd love it if you could explain a little bit about why you chose Quorum and how that's working for you. Yeah, maybe I have an answer. Uh, technically, I, I can tell you why. It's just because we started with Luga project and the Luga project was built up by a private company because we don't have inside of our IoT department uh, this competency. So we use an external company and this external company did it on Quorum. 
So that's why we started there. And then we asked to create our blockchain based on Quorum. And then we moved Luga there. So this is really practical answer. But this, that was the beginning. And, you know, who knows in the future, but now it's like this. Yeah. These evolutions are important. Let's talk um, now, Mayor, about the, the Bitcoin World Forum. What is that? Well, I can, I can tell this for you if you want. Uh, you know, the, the Bitcoin World Forum was one of the first projects we talked about with our partner Tether. Because we think if you want to create a community, you also have to bring here the interests from all over the world. Say, okay, we really commit to the Bitcoin, we really commit to the blockchain. So let's do something very uh, special, like a big forum and try to attract all those people. This was first one part of the idea. The other part is if we want to create a community in Lugano, we are a city. And we have to take into account, as a first point, our citizens, because, you know, the city works for their citizens. And we want the citizens to understand this. So what the best solution to take a, for a big forum here and make the people, uh, you know, merge inside of the city and, and talk about this and bring very big names of the Bitcoin uh, world. So uh, we can really show the people what's going on in the world. No, no, many, many, many citizens already know, but part of the citizens don't know or don't have any idea about this or just what they heard on the press. So let's make a big event and, and make people converge on this, uh, on this argument. And so the Bitcoin World Forum will be held from the 26th to the 29th of October. But before we wrap up, let's go back to the earlier conversation about the summer school. So this is happening in July, and the dates are the 3rd to the 17th of July. And as I understand, you have about 50 students who will be taking part in a two-week program for intensive curriculum around crypto. And the website for that is planb.lugano.ch. But maybe, Pietro, tell us a little bit more about summer school and what you hope to get out of it for the community. I think we, we, we already mentioned why we prioritized education or why Plan B prioritizes education. Yes, that's and this is step one in the mayor's strategic plan. Exactly. It's, it's, it's an important component of Plan B. It is the answer to what we perceived to be a, a very concrete need. Uh, companies today uh, struggle to find skilled and, and prepared workforce. So, of course, if, if Lugano has the ambition to become a hub uh, for blockchain, well, you can attract talent, and we really hope to do so. We are doing so as we, as we speak, but we also think that we can create talent starting from our community. The fact of having three universities in a city that has uh, a little over 60,000 inhabitants is, I think, quite remarkable. And of course, they were very open to, to the idea of uh, organizing together this first uh, program. As, as mentioned, of course, we did not have much time uh, to prepare this. So it's a fairly limited two-week, but nevertheless intense program that will focus, of course, on the business aspects, on the regulatory aspects, on the technological implications on, uh, of blockchain and Bitcoin. We have a number of, of first class, of course, uh, speakers, lecturers uh, already confirmed. Two weeks hosted by Franklin University at their beautiful campus on the hill surrounding, uh, surrounding Lugano. We have received a number of applications that we are currently uh, considering, and we will retain 50 of what we consider being the most promising uh, candidates, with the idea, of course, of uh, helping people improve their skills, but also helping companies who need skilled people to 
access a pool of, of potential candidates. So we, we have we've been very open about it. The fact that companies will be, and therefore potential employers will be very much involved in the program because at the beginning of the two weeks, each participant will receive a sort of challenge, a case, right? Uh, that they will have to work on trying to find a solution to turn a process into, into something more efficient using, using blockchain technology. Well, we think that at the end of the two weeks, of course, some of those companies will be able to uh, consider one or the other participants for, for possible uh, collaborations. So it has like immediate benefits beyond just the education of the students in the summer school. It actually is really designed to help the community to be able to find talent. It is a very important aspect, again, something that, that we picked up during our numerous meetings with companies. And of course, blockchain companies, huh? but also companies active in, in a number of other industries. The mayor, I think, mentioned the, the pharma, the pharmaceutical sector. It's one example, of course, among many, where today you probably have very limited in-house know-how. And this may also be an opportunity to get a little bit closer to what this technology may also offer to, to your sector and, and explore and therefore explore possible applications. We want this to be something very concrete also for, for, for local companies. Fantastic. Thank you, Pietro. So as we wrap up this episode of the Chronicles here in beautiful Lugano, I'd like to ask the mayor a final question. What is your advice for other mayors who want to follow Lugano's lead? Il tuo, il tuo consiglio per altri sindaci che vorrebbero magari seguire l'esempio di Lugano. Cosa potresti dare come consiglio? Il eh, consiglio è avere, essere molto aperti di, di visione, essere curiosi e essere eh, fiduciosi nel futuro. Perché solo così si può guardare in avanti. Dopo evidentemente noi abbiamo avuto la, la fortuna di avere un contatto privilegiato con i fondatori di Tether che abitavano a Lugano, anche se non lo sapevamo, e questo ci ha, ci ha semplificato molto il fatto di trovare un partner con quale portare avanti un progetto del genere. Però credo che se uno capisce da dove viene, capisce la sua storia e sa dove vuole andare, le risorse per fare qualcosa del genere si trovano. So basically, the advice is to be very open, curious, and be uh, very self-convinced that, you know, the future is there and we have to go and pick the future up. For sure, Lugano had a big chance that our Tether partner, uh, let's say the, the heads of Tether, they are living in Lugano. So for us, was a little bit like a big help, you know, to start all this discussion because alone it's very difficult, you know, to take a place like this in, in the crypto world. But uh, in any case, uh, I will add something that the mayor didn't say, which I will say for him, is that as a political side, from the mayor's side, you need a big courage to do this. You know, politics normally is kind of finding always the balance and, and uh, make everything you know, equal for everybody. But in this case, we took as a city the courage to expose ourselves a little bit in a world which is new, which maybe we don't understand completely, but we take this step to say, okay, we believe in this technology, let's go behind uh, you know, the normal political side and let's do something concrete. And I think this is really something that our mayor did because uh, in any case without his, uh, his support and the support of, of the executive council, because you know, decisions in Switzerland are always taken by the council, not only by one person. So the whole 
Council approved this uh, project, and this is the way that then, as let's say operative guys, we can really go ahead. But without the political consent, we can't do it. And this time, the political consent was really clear on this. And yeah, that's basically what the mayor said. Fantastic. So if you're interested to learn more about Lugano and Plan B in Lugano, visit lugano.ch and you'll see also planb.lugano.ch as a reservoir for information. Go to 3achain.org to learn about proof of authority, which is a really interesting blockchain concept, really relevant for local governments and local communities. The Bitcoin World Forum, 26th to 29th of October, and Summer School, coming soon to Lugano in July. Signing off from the beautiful city of Lugano, next to the lake, the sun is shining, it's very green, it's very beautiful. I'm Stan Stoniker for the Hub Culture Chronicles. Catch more episodes wherever you get your podcasts, on Spotify, iTunes, or with Zeke, R-A-I, inside Hub Culture. (music) 